Yo. Yo. Shots fired for fuck's sake. Shots fired for fuck's sake. Shots fired, yeah. Shots fired, yeah. Shots fired for fuck's sake. Shots fired for fuck's sake. Shots fired, yeah. Shots fired, yeah. Shots fired. Kairos. Shazanga. Okay, shots fired back in the building. It's fight week, and uh, as always, it's a pleasure to be joined by my co-hosts, Kyle Semame, Hello, Hammock, and Fight Island. Yes, she's in the hammock. Coming from Fight Island is Chisanga Malata. What's good, doing? people? Welcome to my hotel room. You can even see my iron in the background. We got your back, Chisanga. We can see if anybody roll up on you. <laughs> People, the people hating in the comments, you know, coming up. <laughs> I think what we need is kind of like an MTV Cribs, sort of like. Bruh, you don't want to see the beard. <laughs> Let's see the beard. Right. All right. Um, that's the bed there. The, the bathroom is there, but the thing's closed. It's, 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 a, it's a nice hotel we've been put up. Nice. So, and uh, yeah, it's all right. It's not quite the W where the fires are staying. But I mean, beggars can be choosers. Right, right, right. So, seeing as though you do have the floor, and you know the floor is indeed yours, we want to be submersed in the whole Fight Island experience. Just take it away. What are we missing apart from obviously the good weather? What are we missing on Fight Island? Fight Island well, is real, right? But it, it, it is real. Yes, Yaz Island is technically an island. So when Dana White said that. I've got an island. He he was not lying, but although he did, uh, I don't want to use the term honey dick, but I'm going to use the term honey dick. <laughs> what? <laughs> he, uh, he, <laughs> he, he, he duped us into thinking that we were getting some remote island off the coast of like Costa Rica or somewhere. And now people are going to say, oh, he's talking about Jurassic Park. I didn't mean that. But uh, <laughs> but no, yeah, the, the experience so far, it's it's been a unique one, to, to be honest. Um, sadly this time round where we're restricted to just three locations and that's obviously due to the, the COVID situation so we can only go from our own hotel to the fire hotel which is a w hotel and then to the etihad arena so unfortunately we can't go down to the beach and see like the beachside octagon and and everything which Aww. like something that obviously i wanted to do but obviously the ufc have to take precautions and and make and make sure that people are staying within a bubble but so far it's it's been good like i mean the first 48 hours i literally had to spend in my room because the abu dhabi uh, abu dhabi the uae are very very strict on the people quarantining when they when they come in and then giving them tests in particular foreign travelers coming in for like an event like this who might be in proximity to to fans even though in the arena there's like plexiglass keeping us away from fans or what have you so the first 48 hours i was just sat in <laughs> sat on my lovely bed that i just made before the the episode started because michael was giving me a, a look that my father would give me when he'd walk in and see my bedroom wasn't, <laughs> wasn't clean <laughs> but yes yeah, so apart from that it's 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 been good i mean I know I touched on it there saying that we're, we're limited to certain locations, but it's been good after over a year to get back in the midst of, uh, of fight weeks. So I was like, yeah, a fight week, but obviously three cards condensed into one. And yeah, it's good. It's good to be back on the beat. Like I think eventually the UFC, they, they'd be missing out on a huge gold mine if they didn't actually make this, their international fight week destination they could easily do packages package deals of tickets which which they have done for the events themselves but they can do tickets flights and hotels and whatever and i think it would be a gold mine for them i mean eventually i hope all of you guys can come and experience this <laughs> i know kairos was uh, hitting me up on my instagram dms basically giving me shit for not taking him in uh <laughs> no not taking him in <laughs> But no, hope, hope, hopefully we can. And hopefully next time I, I come back, I, I I don't know when that will be. I doubt it will be for the second second stint of the year, which is coming up in 
I think March may probably be maybe around the summer, but yeah, hopefully we can come back and things will be a bit more relaxed and how they were the first time. Nice. So the whole like um, getting there, quarantining, how arduous a task was that? Because from what I've seen of people's pictures, the whole kind of like intrusive, have you got COVID experiment um, doesn't look like much fun. Um, yeah, I, I, I can see why people would, uh, would draw that conclusion. But then again, at, at the same time, it's, it's, it's worth the reward, to be honest, like the, um, the monotony of having COVID tests. So how many tests have I had? So prior, I'll, I'll give it a breakdown. So I had to come back home from my parents' house a day early to London to then go to have a test on, I can't remember what day that was. I think for argument's sake, it was December 30th. And then, then when we went, I think it was like maybe four days later. Yeah, it was about four days later. We went into quarantine at the hotel at Heathrow Airport, the Marriott Hotel at Heathrow Airport. Before we uh, quarantined in, a, in our room, we had a COVID test. So that was COVID test number two. And then Are you getting the Q-tip swabs? Is it going in your brain? Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll tell you about that. Like, like in one particular uh, uh, test, which to this day, I'm, I'm not going to forgive this guy for how he did it. But anyway, so that yeah. was two tests before he left the UK. And then when we arrived, we had to um, we had to do a test. It's like we couldn't even go to our room straight away. So literally they took us downstairs to a restaurant that they turned into this testing center. And then afterwards we had to go up to our room. But we were allowed to leave our room for all of like 20 minutes of that 48 hour period to undergo another test, basically just to make sure that there is no possibility of missing a, a false result, a false negative or, or, or what have you. And then nice. afterwards we were released. And then after ahead of each event that's happened so far, we've had to take additional tests as well. But I mean, Nobody can accuse the UFC of not taking precautions in in this sense. I know we were all skeptical of um, their um, what protocols would be put in the place protocols. to begin with, and obviously with um, I, I think who was it that tested positive? Uh, Jackson. It was Jacare. Um, I mean, <clears throat> that was their first first run of everything, and everything's not going to go smoothly. But I think they've pretty much got it down to a T. And I remember uh, I was speaking to somebody. Uh, I can't remember the, the guy's name, but they were saying that they did manage to catch or catch, <laughs> making it sound as if these people are deliberately bringing COVID or whatever. They did manage to uh, find a few people who had COVID at the last time. And unfortunately they, they had to send them home. Uh, and I think it was about maybe five or six people because they were grappling with one person who tested positive. And I don't think the other people did actually test positive, but as a precaution, you're like, you just, we can't risk it. Mm. Wow. Your nose you know. is on fire. I know it's burning up. I know your face hurt. That Q-tip, <laughs> no joke. Oh no yeah, joke. Oh, yeah. The, the the third one. So I I don't know. I, I don't know if this is how they do it in the UAE or whatever. I don't know if they're extra forceful, but all the ones I've had in my nose in the in the UK and even the ones I've self-administered have been fine. But this one, the guy just went in like just bam, just like in there. Oh god, it was. Yeah, some of them and, violate you. Have y'all yeah. had the Q-tip? Man. Yeah, That's the Q the Q tip right. is. You, you, it wasn't anal probing, was it? <laughs> no, it wasn't. He <laughs> didn't take well my temperature be. the baby way. It might as well be without <laughs> lube. I, I'm That's not having the That's... test. I'm not so having all, the test, but all it's all the, sub, fun. So all the subsequent tests I've right. had have been orals. Now, I, I I ain't messing with the the nasal cavity. Yeah, yet. I do. When oh, I get okay. tested, I usually get oral. I thought it was both that you had to have. See, no, you don't have to hear. That's just what we do in the UK, Mike. But hey, ho, like if, well, anyway, they, they, as I was saying, the experience has been good. The um, It was weird going back into arena and it was weird being in a room with like more than, well, not that I've even been in rooms with more than like 10 people when I've been back in the UK. It was weird. Yeah, it was weird being in the company of so many people, but I eventually I just had to keep telling myself that, look, everybody's been, everybody's been tested regularly and, and, and what have you. And not to mention that during the, uh, the media events and everything, we have to wear masks the whole time. 
right. like you can kind of move through the hotel without a mask or, or or what have you. And even when you're at the arena, the security that they've uh, they've employed. Have yeah. you seen Have you seen Dana though? Like he doesn't wear one, so they just yes. like um, that doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that 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 is true, and uh, but he's he's the boss man. But I wasn't concerned because he obviously yeah. left the bubble. He left the bubble to go speak to Habib on last was it last Friday? It was last Friday. Mm. So I mean, in theory, it could have happened, yes. But I I'm assuming that he's probably getting regular COVID testing, just as or probably oh yeah, more, probably even more than us as well. Mm. So. But yeah, everything, the experience has been good, but I'm ready to come home. I think two weeks, because it's just been constant work, two weeks and working over different time zones. I know the time difference is only like four hours in the UK, but having to liaise with like my my bosses in terms of like, in terms of print stuff today and stuff like that, it's it's, it's been a lot, but it's been an experience I won't forget and something that I love to do in better times. And just one final thing, just on the whole... We've both like been through the Conor McGregor fight week experience and it is an experience like no other. Basically, it's almost as though it's superstar status in terms of, first of all, the eyes that are on him, the media which are on him, the kind of yeah. like it, almost a circus um, which is going down there. How much of that has actually trickled through to the bubble that you are in now? It's, it doesn't feel like a like a corner fight week, you know. I think, well, don't get me wrong, like a triple header of fight weeks. So yeah, I, I I think it's awesome. But for me, I think it's kind of just got lost in the fact that there's three, there's been three, well, there's been two cards uh, previous. You know what I mean? I I think what they should have done, they should have had corner kick off the card. That's what that's what they should have done. They should have had corner kick off the the stand, open the brand new um, Etihad Arena. Because don't get me wrong, obviously, Max Holloway, Calvin Cater, phenomenal fight. But, I mean, would you put that in as a, a head of a Conor McGregor fight, headlining the arena, the first UFC event with with fans back? Well, I mean, there were there there, there were people in the crowd for the Gaethje-Habib uh, fight, but that was obviously kept on the, like, the the hush-hush. It was the the elites and the the shakes out here that were, <laughs> were present. But... Yeah, it just doesn't seem really like a corner fight. Like, I mean, obviously today there was the um, there was the first face off between Connor and Dustin at the at the press conference. So it's kind of kicking in. And now that, especially for myself, now that I'm like I'm filing for for print as well, and now it's kind of ramping up. And but I, I think it will it really hit home tomorrow. I, I I think so that once once they hit the scales and once they face off again that. It's it's a McGregor fight week. It's not been quite the circus, and obviously, I think that's down to his uh, well, ch- change character, if, if, if you will, because a lot of people, well, casual MMA fans, or just people who are not even casual MMA fans, but just know about McGregor, they tune in because they know that there's going to be some sort of uh, circus or some sort of furore at press conferences. But that hasn't been the case for for the last two, so. It doesn't quite feel like a circus, but the anticipation is slowly but surely building. Okay. I'm not sure if you guys had any more questions that you wanted to pump out just before we uh, segue into G. Yeah, I got a few questions actually for you, my man. Here's here's what I want to know. Since okay. you guys are in a your own set location as mm-hmm. journalists, like the people who are covering the sport versus the fighters, I understand they have you guys locked down 24-7. Is it is that just extended to your room or the hotel itself? Okay, so no, so we can move freely from three locations. So, we, um, yeah, so we can go from our room to the fighter hotel, the W Hotel, which is like maybe like a three-minute bus ride away, and then we can go to the arena. But other than that, we can't go outside. Like, we can't go outside the permitted bubble, which, I mean, it's a bit of a shame, but given the current climate, I com- I completely understand it. Okay, that's what I wanted to know. I was just like, dang, if you're in that room 24, oh. No, okay. no, I was initially, I was initially during the first um, 48 hours. And that was, that was rough. Luckily, like I was, uh, I was working two shifts over then. So like I had like 16 hours where I was, I was busy working. And, and then obviously I was doing a bit of prep, doing a bit of, um, watching a bit of tape. But during that time when I was off as well, uh, 
man, I was like scratching at the walls and everything. And what frustrated me as well is the, the hotel did me dirty. They gave me a room and there's no balcony, but everybody else has balconies. So at least they could have oh, been that yeah, sucks. No. Yeah. <laughs> everybody else has balconies. So at least they could be like outside somewhat or what have you. But nah, here I am. But you like you you can't win them all to be honest. I'm and and I'm just happy yeah. to be here to be honest. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Y'all ready? The food is yeah. good here, people as well. But they they treat us all right. food. So I'm I'm happy. My good. my black ass is coming home fatter than uh, <laughs> than it came here to be to be honest. But that always happens when you go away from home for a while. Exactly. Well, it's time for shots to be fired. You know what I'm saying? It's time to cluck. Uh-oh. So <laughs> oh. my segment is totally about the leave the politics out of MMA and what happens when you don't. Okay. So I think we're all familiar with this topic because the UFC made it very clear that they would dedicate their power, influence, and resources to the MAGA campaign and to get Donald Trump reelected. However, I don't think Donald Trump and the UFC saw that Donald Trump would uh, leave this presidency in disgrace and also now a part of a sedition at the coup. So I'm thinking to myself, how does Dana and the fighters that completely submerge themselves in, in MAGA, how do they rebrand themselves after Trump basically, he's, he's, he's not just that he has, he wasn't reelected. He has disgraced himself by, <laughs> by having a coup attempt in the mm. United States. So it's like his ship has sunk. It's not just he didn't win the election. He's, his name is trashed right now. I'm sorry. So how do you rebrand yourself? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give each of you a person in the UFC and you're going to fix your image if you or maybe you don't do anything. I don't know. So I'm going to start with Mike. <clears throat> and Mike, you are the Kobe Covington, the fighter that wore MAGA clothing from top to bottom, referred to Black Lives Matters as terrorists and was just, he terrorized us with his MAGA spiel. Joe Biden is now our new president. What are you doing, Mike, with your brand, if anything, and you are Kobe Covington? Okay. I won't attempt to do the American accent, but the first thing I would do, I would double down on every single thing that Trump said going out. We were robbed. We know that this election was stolen from us. I know that my belt was stolen from me. And, you know, it's kind of like um, coincidental that uh, the person who assisted with the steal, it's time to stop the steal of my belt, was Mark Goddard. Now, we know what <laughs> And we can't let that happen again. So I would double down on my shtick. I would double down on my brand because let's face it, love him or hate him, that brand, that rebrand, because don't forget, this is a rebrand. This isn't like Colby Covington from the get-go. This is a rebrand. It's been working for him. Playing the heel. Now, I know that he references playing the heel um, in relation to um, WWE and um, you know that style of um, reportage and fighting. So I'd expect, I'd fully expect him to come out all guns blazing. And he's got that material. I mean, look, Case has given him a gimme in putting himself out there as a possible opponent. And he said, you lost the election too. You saw how he threw a political dig while calling him out. So he's like, you can still use the brand, Kobe. People are like, look, you lost, fight me, you know? Exactly. Roll Mm -hmm. with it, double down with it. And as I say, look, love him or hate him, it's working for him. It's definitely working. Agreed, yeah, and agreed. Another thing that I liked what Kiesa said as he made his way um, to the post-fight press conference table and then afterwards he he uh, had a few more subtle digs. He kept saying law and order because, you know, Trump says, oh, I'm the law and order president. I'm the law and order, yeah. Ma- Maverick Mike, man, I've... I've I've really warmed him, especially with the stuff that um, his commentary stuff as well. He's very very insightful. So I'm I'm a fan. I didn't really like him on on the tough, but uh, I've warmed to him. Mm, interesting. Well, listen, Kairos, you are up, and you are Mr. Jorge Masvidal, who you, we all know went on the so anti socialism tour with the um, the Trump son. 
he met the president in his confirmation suit. You know what I mean? Like we all know Masvidal is going crazy for MAGA. And just recently, Masvidal said, you know, he might have to go to parlor and whatnot. So you are Jorge Masvidal, Kairos. What are you doing in this situation? Your man lost the election and is being impeached. As a guy of the likes of Jorge Masvidal, he can honestly do whatever the fuck he wants. As as some, I'm not gonna name names. I'm not gonna name names. But, but a certain someone said this guy is such a sexual icon. He can get away with stuff. He can get away with certain things that other people can't get away with. Now I'm not gonna name names. <laughs> D, a few other people on Twitter, y'all let him do whatever he wanted. And until he said he was with MAGA, then that was he, when y'all saw the line. He did get a sexy pass though. I mean, you saw all the oh, birds, okay, so including that, myself. So that sexy but he went too far. And now he's political not affiliation cute no more. though. Oh, okay. As soon as he pulled out the knife, like, oh, it don't work no more. You can't get away with that. He went. So my question is this. He went too far. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's where that's where we draw the line. That's where we draw. I don't the mind okay. a mask or nothing. If you cute and you wear a, ma- a Trump mask, we might you know ignore that. But all that riding on the bus with them and shit and talking about yeah. Cuba and all that bullshit and spreading misinformation. Nah, um, I'm sorry. Women were like, he's not cute no more. Like he was canceled, but. <laughs> I'm sure, that ahead, was a popular, I'm sure that was a popular stance for them saying that publicly. But I really do wonder. I really do wonder what goes behind closed doors, what's in group chats. Because I hear it ain't like, I'm sure on the time, we done. We canceling him. That ain't my friend no more. But you go home, you look at that browser history. Jorge Mazda. Nope, no, no. I'm Jorge telling Mazda. you. Jorge. <laughs> it's been a complete turnaround like that. Uh, I mean, God. the way he sold himself out. I mean, I'm sorry. The sex appeal went out the window. I mean, the suit was horrible. The spreading of misinformation, the the, the corny speeches he gave at the rallies, uh, referring to the left as the radical left. You sound just like everybody else. You sound like you're just fear-mongering and dumb. And then he goes on Fox, right? Do they not refer to him as a Mexican? Are they not even just dis- yeah. the people that you're touting? are disrespecting you because that's why I brought up this conversation. Cause I'm just like, y'all kind of look dumb. You know, your man laws, he committed insurrection. He's being impeached twice. Yeah. What the hell do you do if you made him your whole gimmick and your look, what do you do? He'll be fine. You know? That's that's why oh, I'm hey, saying he fine. doesn't, he doesn't need to him. And a few other people have the luxury of not needing to rebrand Tara LaRosa. It's over for her. She, she got to figure something out, but Jorge and them people, they're, yeah. they'll be fine. Right. They'll be fine. The demographic of MMA will support them because that's the demographic of MMA. They'll get away with it. And also, if they can p- continue to embrace it, then they're the renegade. Every single time we look at MMA, every mm-hmm. single person who's committed to being the renegade has been pushed to the forefront, especially when they're winning. Right. Especially if they're winning. That's what happened with Connor. That's what happened with Colby. Like, even it, like Mike said, if they double down, it might even go better for them. Because if they back down now, it's like, oh, y'all some suckers. Y'all could right, follow right. the car. Y'all only want to be a part of it when you're winning. Da, 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 da. Like, so now they gotta tighten up with it. Man, Jorge yeah. might have to come out in like a flag that's like a MAGA flag next fight or something. But yeah, I don't think they need And he's to keeping up the rhetoric online. Like he didn't go to parlor because I think they took down parlor, but I think he's still keeping up with that rhetoric. And so is Colby. He was just saying something about Twitter and, and big tech shutting down conservatives. So I think both of them are going to continue with this, um, I don't know, gimmick, but political MMA, whatever you want to call it. But yeah. Jasanga, you... I don't think it's a gimmick. No, I, I, that's why I didn't want to say gimmick. I'm, I'm starting to think that Colby and Masvidal do really feel strongly for this political party <laughs> and they are a part of the Swamp People Party. You know, the MAGA, they, they're MAGA, I think. So <laughs> Yeah, I, I think... <laughs> I think I think there's also like a difference between like conservative leaning people and, and Republicans and then these MAGA people. I think you have to yes, yes. differentiate that because as as you say, like MAGA are like pretty much residing in the swamp, as 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 as, as, as you said. But yeah, it's a okay, little rough mind. looking to me. But you are up, Mr. Chisanga, and you are the president of the oh. UFC. The man wow. that, you know, this was all his idea. You know, he 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 put his fighters with with Trump. He spoke at the convention. We all know what Dana did. And here's another thing. Um, did you put the um the fight that we just watched between Chiesa and um Magni? Did you put that on, sir, during the inauguration on purpose? Like, did y'all notice that the inauguration was yeah. on around the same time mm-hmm. as this fight? So Dana, what are you doing? It's just on good. 
first of all, <laughs> if I'm if I'm Mr. Dana White, my room needs an upgrade. You know, what am I? What am I staying in? <laughs> <laughs> that's one. That's that's one. But the thing is, let's not forget that Dana and Trump have been boys for a long, long, long time, and Trump was. Uh, at one stage, even instrumental in holding uh, holding UFC events and keeping some UFC, like keeping the show on the road, like he held some uh, yeah, some events in his casino. So Dana is not gonna. He's he's, yep. he's, he's just gonna. He, he just won't address the situation. Like no, I don't think anybody's gonna ask him anyway. Uh, so w- what's your thoughts on Trump no longer being being in charge? But one mm. thing that I found interesting is that so. Remember that the UFC had a, like it was a, I think it might have been on Fight Pass and on their YouTube, they had like a, how Donald Trump was influential in the UFC or something like a Yes, video. I was going to bring that up. Yeah. But that's they took it off the down. website, right? Yeah, they take that. So, I mean, I, yeah, I, I think they, they realized that, okay, yeah, we, we invested far too, too much into this. And that we need to, we can't associate ourselves with the, um, the people who were, person at the insurrection but a lot of those people or who share those people's views will be part of the new demographic of the ufc like and and, and i think they were they, they knew exactly what they were doing when they were going in that direction and who they wanted to to, to target and to to capture but, yeah but if i'm dana i, I mean I, you're not I, doing I, nothing right i don't do anything and i i don't even if john morgan asked me the question i'm just like yeah he's still my friend yeah this. Yeah. Yeah. That, definitely. And I did Maybe notice they took that uh Trump documentary off the website. So they'll probably like distance themselves a little bit. Yeah. But not necessarily like outwardly or for him to come out and say anything because that's that's his friend, you know. But I remember like if it wasn't too long ago, I'm sure Dana White said something about Joe Biden. Like th- this was years and years and years ago, actually. No, I, I'm incorrect in saying it wasn't too long ago. I'm sure he said something like I, I can't remember. Uh, I'll have to. Google Wasn't it. it something positive? It was yeah, a it was very positive. long yeah, time that's ago. Exactly yeah, it. yeah. So. I remember that clip too. It's it's interesting how it's it's so different now. And in, in fact, yeah. just recently he said something negative about sleep. You know, I think he might have called him Sleepy Joe or some shit. Like, does he even know where he is? You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. God, but, yeah. I mean, that's the that's the commander in chief, Mister White. And but I I think. I think Dana was concerned about how his um, his uh, his uh, his election would impact the UFC's ability to go places, but I don't think that's gonna like Nevada State Athletic Commission. They just do what they want anyway. So I, correct. I don't yeah. it's, it's just gonna be in Nevada and Fight Island. That's that's what it's gonna be for for probably the the rest of the year. To be honest. Yeah. And do you, y'all think he did that on purpose, though, that inauguration and the fight being on at the same time? Because I had like my laptop and my TV on watching yeah. both. And I remember being like, Dana, why the fuck you do this? This is huge. Why am I watching yeah. both? I I, I, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to hazard a guess with that. But you never know. Conspiracy, conspiracies. Yeah, it could be. You, you never think know. so? You think so, Mike? Kairos? From him is that, look, he has got that petty DNA streak in him. And it's, I don't think anything he does is not planned, not calculated, not actually factored in. So something tells me, yeah, there was an element of, yeah, pettiness in that. Yeah, because I mean, I was tripping. I literally had a laptop and my TV for both. And it, it dawned on me like, Dana, why did you do this to us? You know, mm-hmm. we're trying to see if we, I, we were worried about if the dude was going to get assassinated or not. This inauguration was junk. You know, this, this yeah. is like loving hip hop in America right now. So for Dana to kind of mess with the UFC fans and what's going on in America, I was like, come on, bro. But, but Dana didn't even stay for like the main event. He was gone. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm still very jealous you were there, but you know, I wish I was there with you, but Mike, what you got? I think you're next. Okay. Now, a few days ago, John Jones actually posted a uh, video of him shooting dead a wild pig during a hunt. Now, this hunt didn't actually take place on foot. It wasn't him actually with a bow staff or even a bow and arrow um, wading through reeds. It was him in a helicopter with a rifle. Now, I understand that uh, in the States there is a wild pig problem. I get that. 
but it didn't seem very sporting. Anyway, he put that up on Instagram and people were outraged, so outraged that it obviously hit home to him that maybe he should take it down. So he did that, he took it down. But, you know, me and my far self found the video and <laughs> posted it to Twitter. Now, my statement or my tweet, a throwaway tweet, I do throwaway tweets day in, day out. My tweet was, Khabib wrestled the bear as a youngster. John Jones shoots wild ball from a helicopter. Let's keep that in mind when we're considering the greatest of all time. All of a sudden, I became G. The <laughs> incredible. Within one day, my video, which I put up, amassed over 100,000 views. And the vitriol, the rhetoric, the, 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 the pained responses, it was unreal, unlike anything I've ever experienced. I mean, talk about walking a mile in G's shoes. I now know what it is to be the most hated female on, on Twitter. <laughs> but that really wasn't kind of what I was raising. What I was raising really is kind of like the, the main issue of what underpinned that tweet. In 2021, are we going to see a rebranding of John Jones as the villain? Because this strikes me as a very good foray into villainhood because the way in which this looks, the optics were horrible. I understand, I have to keep underlining this. I understand you have a wild pig problem. I understand they are detrimental to uh, women, man, kids, and all manner of wildlife. But the optics on this looked horrible. So my question to you, I'm gonna go back to you, Gia. I'm gonna start with you. Are we seeing a rebrand of John Jones as John Jones embracing the villain in him? No, I think he's, um, <laughs> I think he's just being himself and the man is a villain. Like who the hell would shoot, would post that video in this day and age. And also you have that like stigma that comes with you. The fans haven't, not all of them, sorry, I keep, my phone is blown up. Not all of them um, have forgiven you like, you're already the bad guy, John. Why are you shooting guns from a helicopter and killing a pig? And the footage is edited. I saw the real footage. It took a couple shots to shoot the pig. It wasn't the first shot. You know what I'm saying? So he tried it. Yeah. But um, no, I think I think if I was him, I would be on my best behavior. I'd have pictures of my kids and I'd be playing tea time with my daughter and shit like Alex Volkanowski. I wouldn't be shooting guns and shit that's just me so i don't think he's being rebranded i think he's being himself and then when he saw the blowback for shooting the pig because he thought we all was gonna be like oh look at john he's so dope instead the PETA people you can't do that millennials not having that you kill the pig from helicopter millennials are like fuck that me too movement all that shit you can't do that right now so everybody blew back on him and he was like oh shit they ain't like it so he erased it he's just being himself no wow what y'all think um, yeah, I'm in agreement with you. Like he's just he's, he's just in his, himself. Like we we've seen, uh, well, we we know that he 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 has a propensity to to use firearms. So he like he likes playing with firearms. And the the whole hunting argument. Yes, I see the the I see the merits and people saying, oh yeah, that these pigs are an invasive species. They damage the ecosystem and everything. And yeah, I I get that, but. Again, is that the pig problem? What's a pig problem? Yeah, yeah, that's what you mean. So there's too many of them, and then they're devastating oh. the, the the ecosystem, the wildlife. There, say for example, that's why I laughed. I was like, "The fuck is Mike talking about the pig problem? <laughs> pig problem? What the fuck?" No, yeah. So like, essentially, like they say, for example, they go and they start eating all the crops and whatever, and then oh. that then has a trickle effect on the whole ecosystem, or whatever. Um, yeah, I, I, I get that to a certain extent. And yes, these populations have to be managed in a certain way, but to do it that way, like, and then post about it, like if you're saying, oh yeah, I'm hunting, whatever, and you're just really, you're using a man-made, two man-made machines, a helicopter, and then a, like a, a machine gun rifle to, to kill the thing, it doesn't sit well with me. I'd, 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 I'd respect you more if you're stalking it with a bow and arrow, and then you go- it 
It didn't bother me. I just know that in this day and age, that shit ain't cute. Me, I was like, oh, that looks like fun. I'd do that shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Even though I felt <laughs> bad for the pig. But I know yeah. in this day and age with Me Too, Black Lives Matter, you can't say that word no more. You know what I'm saying? You cannot post stuff like that. And with his track record, he really can. But go ahead, Kyros. I see you itching to just start a fight with somebody. Go ahead. Y'all got to get over it. People got to get over it. Here's what they, 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 people need to move on. Stop being, if Cowboy Cerrone put up a video of him shooting some animals, you, you think this, you get that backlash? No. Why? Oh, because it's Cowboy Cerrone. We expect it from, this is some <laughs> BS. This is the same guy, bro. We just saw a promo for Cowboy where he was on his BMF ranch. He brings in animals himself and slaughters them. Well, but nobody said nothing about that. Nobody said nothing about that. And I know it's on video. He's shooting from a helicopter. Guess what, guys? People hunt. People have guns. We were going to sit here and try. I'm not an advocate for the Second Amendment that heavy. So don't even like try and play me like that. Yeah. But I understand why people have certain guns. And I understand why people hunt. So what if he's on a helicopter shooting down? People want sausages, but they don't want to see how it's made. You want to stop a species from, from migrating into stuff and destroying ecosystems? You got to kind of kill them like they're like you're shooting a fly. That's, I just yes. don't understand why people want to complain about it. And I feel all I that bacon I he's gonna people, get from that pig, y'all. That fresh bacon like that. You know how good that shit's gonna taste. Mm, that pig was mm, just alive. People, Come people, on, yeah. I, I get. I'm with it, Kairos. Yeah. People. Are I wasn't no justice, no so peace. Hard. Mm-hmm. Like okay, what when when he was chasing the dude out of when he was chasing dude out of his house with his gun, people were laughing. They was like, "Oh, John Jones, the vigilante." But oh, but when it's a pig shooting and killing, oh, that's when we draw the line. <laughs> it's oh, the world y'all we know live he in got right guns. Now. What do you think he's using the gun for? Right. Y'all know these people got guns. And isn't and that when you're supposed to use a gun, not on other people hunting? Isn't that when? Remember the gun exactly. argument like, in America is like yeah. it should be for hunting. He's hunting. What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what really did kind of like play on my mind and annoy me? If you're going to shoot a pig from a helicopter, do it with your chest. Don't go around saying you're doing it because you want to hunt to eat. The way in which, as I say, the optics played out there, he shot it once and it was almost like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm going to shoot it again. That was the vibe he was giving off. And nah, given his background, given his profile, given what he's gone through, that wasn't the optics I was expecting to see from John the Reformer. Yeah. That's, but that's, that's the shit I'm talking thing. about, Kairos. And they not over his criminal behavior. And then he's black. He's big and black. They like, oh my mm. God, he shot a pig. He shot a pig. Y'all then he just hit a woman work. with a car. Like they scared. Like he he has to behave, Kairos. <laughs> he hit that woman with that we car like years ago. Like they still mad. Hold... They still mad. Y'all hold people to stuff that happens. Sit. Do people still talk about Jeremy Stevens almost beating somebody to death in a parking lot? No one talks about that. I have ne- in all my days on Twitter, all my days on, no one ever talks about the fact that Jeremy Stevens almost killed somebody. It's no, oh, he has to reform. Nobody talks about the fact that when he knocks somebody out, he got to get that next one in. He always gets that last strike. No one says anything about Jeremy. That's why I keep it yeah, the exact not, same. Not like, limit, I don't out. hold Jeremy to that. I'm not holding John to that that he did months, years, centuries, decades ago. Y'all, people got to move on. Stop holding people to standards that you don't even hold yourself to. You see it all the time on social media. You see certain people who are writing and advocates for um, writing for websites, trashing and dragging people for different opinions, but yet they're dragging people and trying to stop other people from, like Israel Adesanya last night posted someone's phone number up on Twitter and you see everybody, oh my gosh, that's so bad. But you see other people on Twitter dragging people by releasing their information and doxing them. So it's just like, where are y'all gonna draw the line? They don't. Stop trying to say, yeah. And you see people on Twitter too saying, you revenge porn is bad, but just you going revenge porn somebody, get out of here, man, I don't wanna hear that. That's how I knew he was going to get shit for that video. I was everything you're describing. I did not have a problem with it. I love guns, too. And hunting is fine with me. And I would have, you know, that bacon going to be fresh. John Mm. is having some good bacon today. I'm telling you, I don't have a I don't have a problem with it. But in this day and age with this culture, the millennials, all these movements, you can't say this now. You can't joke like this. He can't do that. And he's black. Mm Mm-mm. It's all my fault. I get it. But also, too, he's kind of corny. But can we also throw this in there, too? He's corny with it, too. He wants to look like a badass. He wants to, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's always posting with guns. He's walking around with the militia in, in New... That's, like, can we at least drag him for that? Like, why are you trying so hard? 
You know so what I'm saying? Lot, like you, you think he's the only know. UFC fighter that likes guns? You know what I'm saying? Like, think John. You know, I don't know. I think he can do a better job with his image. Is what I'm saying. That's where I want to give him a little. You know, you. I think you can criticize him for that. Like you know better, John. Clean up your mm. image first, and then get back to the guns. You know what I'm saying? And stop trying to look so tough. And oh, I love guns. I love guns. I love guns. Like, relax, bro. Like, fix your image. Do what Alex Volkanovsky does. Go have tea with your daughter. You got kids, John? Be nice, you know? John Jones ain't Alexander. That's the problem. Be like this guy. Be like this white guy from across the world who has no experience of your life. How can how can John Jones be like Alexander Volkanovsky? That's like saying Kyros be like Gary Coleman. Like, what, what do I know about Gary Coleman? Besides being short. Like, bro, come on. Don't tell me you better be like what about his image? doesn't have the same life as you. You want people to hey, appreciate John. John Jones. He has to change his image. He should not be branding himself as like a, some, even Mike's question is ridiculous. Is he rebranding himself as a villain? Why the fuck would he do that? All that trouble he's been in. I'm so, I'm sorry. Like the jo- the die has been cast for John Jones, right? The, like everybody knows, like, you know what? That's just, that's just who he is. Right. I, I can't fault. Obviously for certain things. Yes, you can reprimand him and, and, and he's not a bug for approach. You can or, hold him accountable, right? Yes, you can hold him accountable, but at the same time, like I just wouldn't want, like even early in the in the UFC career, like everybody, like all the all the fighters that knew him or whatever, were saying like his image was BS because they were like, oh, he's playing this nice Christian guy and whatever, but that's that's not him, whatever. And I think people even warmed to him afterwards when he just started being himself. Like remember when he he said to um. To Daniel, I beat you after a weekend binge, binge of cocaine. People love that shit. I do appreciate that. I was like, that's yeah. facts. And I would feel really bad if I was Daniel. Like, you beat my ass on drugs. But you know something? There is a common theme here. You were talking about people warming to him because he basically fessed up to having a cocaine binge. That isn't the pristine image that he was trying to present, the, the Christian image that he was trying to present. Look all along the lines of those people who have suddenly shot up in terms of popularity. They've embraced the bad guy image, whether it be Conor McGregor throwing dollies at buses, whether it be Colby Covington wearing the MAGA hat. You look along those popular fighters, what is the common thing? They've embraced the villain. That's why I want to take issue with you, G, in your hammock, laid back. (laughs) That's why I raised it, because when you rebrand, when you embrace the inner villain, means money, means cheddar, means Mm pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So you guys think how John Jones acts is an intuitive of a Christian. So that's what we're getting at. Because that's the I, I hear the argument a lot about how Christians are, I'm gonna tell y'all straight up how you guys think the the kingdom of God was expanded over time through history. You think you think people who didn't have weapons and weren't slaughtering people by the masses were a Oh, of course, man. The amount of people that were killed in the name of Jesus Christ was... The Crusades? Yeah. Yeah. People got to realize <laughs> that just because you're a Christian doesn't mean you're soft. You 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 could be a Christian and be built for it. You could be out here hot waging war, like this whole... Donald oh, Trump I is a Christian. On Sunday. Thank you, <laughs> Heavenly Father, for the... No, we out here. If you cross, you getting it. Like, people better realize that. Like, man, let John do what John does. He ain't killing kids. He ain't do. He's reformed. We always talk about all the bad and all that, but we talk about the fact that he still goes and dedicates his time to mentor children at the boys and girls clubs or whatever they're called still, even after he fulfilled his requirements for community service for that. That was like four or five years ago. He's still doing that today. Nobody mm-hmm. want to talk about that. We got to talk about him shooting a turkey from a helicopter. Guess what? Nobody says nothing when people are shooting animals with ARs in the, like, and that's why people should have guns too when i i'm telling you when i saw the video i was not tripping i just was like not no john they're gonna drag you they go, you ever see the meme when someone's like they finna drag you that's how i yeah. felt what if you he know? went what if he went down there with a crossbow trying to hunt a boar and then he got injured and then he would he, he was out for like let's say three to five what would people say then he should have had a gun or he should have been out there but he's, at, yep. he's safe yep. in the helicopter shooting he ain't getting injured now people yep. have he, he's not driving a car he's not drinking it's 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 you know what i mean he's safe he's having a good time guns are legal that gun is registered to him i yeah, see no I mean, issue with it but is it the smart thing for him to do thank you no yeah. <laughs> let him do what he wants <laughs> i feel you Anyway, Kyra, as you have the mic, last but by no means least, what you bring to the table this week? I have a simple question for y'all, and we'll get into a debate. 
Will Trent Reinsmith ever win on Twitter? Will he ever win? And I'm going to explain what I mean by that question. We're going to get dig deeper into it. But I want Mike Morgan to answer first. Just a yes or no. We're going to go yes or no, yes or no, yes or no. Wait, no. that's a compliment. No. What does win mean according to Twitter? That's I need that. I'm his, that person. Will his work ever be received well? No. Bitch, no. So, so like, so you're saying in like the same light as uh, Kareem Zidane's? Anybody, anybody. You know, Kareem, don't don't compare him to Kareem because he for every one million people who might like his, then you got one person who don't like yeah, Kareem. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, right, right. don't compare him. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta get somebody else. That's not fair. Okay, um, then no, I think the die has been cast again. I, I know I've used that phrase already, but with Trent, all people have to do is like they 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 see a bloody elbow link, and if they tag his name in it. You just see the comments, like the amount of comments. This guy is a fucking, he hates the UFC, blah, 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 and whatever. It, this, this, this guy is not going to win. And it doesn't help when managers, like, say, um, the Cower brothers are getting involved in in, in beefs with them and, and what have you. It's just, and, 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 and no, carry on, G. Does he need to win? We talking about him, people yelling at him. He's he's working hard. You know, he's he's publishing stuff. Maybe this is winning, you know, that the fact that he's a very controversial and hated <laughs> journalist. But do I think his work will ever be respected? I think some of us do, but I don't yes. think he'll ever be like really well liked. No. No. I think, yeah, I think, I think Brand Reinsmith is Old man shouting at clouds. That's what people see immediately when anything to do with Trent Reinsmith actually gets put out there. It could be an article, it could be a video. They're automatically expecting themselves to be on the, I hate this guy. You see mm. it, he put up a link and immediately someone is cutting it He's down. ratioed, yeah. haven't even read it, but yeah. they've gone to that de facto position. They've gone to that position and they've gone to that anti-Trent Reinsmith position without even hearing him. So he will never win, which you is think a real they shame because, you know, personally, I feel that his words have merit. I think his points have merit. And I love the fact that he is real with it, regardless of who's saying what, where, why, he's still maintaining position, form and opinion. Yep. I just don't think his stuff is a, as offensive as people make it out to be because you can't ignore the stuff. Like I, I love Trent's work, but there are some articles where I'm like, I, I, I'm not, that doesn't interest me. I didn't go in his mentions and be like, suck a dick. I'm sick of your shit that, you know, like, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't have to ratio him when I see something that doesn't interest me when, when he writes something, I don't understand how he angers so many people when one, you can mute block or whatever, or ignore him or not read the article that has kind of upset you. It's just amazing how they pile on him, but I don't know. Because I'm about to bring up a ratio right now for you. Mm -hmm. This is the most, and I'm going to, I have a point for this. I have a point that I'm trying to prove. So just bear with me. So his, Mm -hmm. his, not his most recent article, because he recently another one in between this one and um, the most recent one, but he said, I'm not sure new fans walked away from UFC Fight Island 7 with a good feeling about MMA. Mind you, if you just read that and you don't click on the article and read the article, they're going to cook him for that. They're going to cook him for it. I actually read the article, but you can tell most people who commented didn't read the article. They I didn't. A comment that says, why do you despise the sport you write about? You should find a job that makes you happy. Now, and this fool, I ain't never seen a ratio this ungodly before in my life. This man got 943 likes and Trent's article got one like. I'm sitting here like, Lord have mercy. Hold wow. Okay, but here's, here's the issue, though. Trent is a victim of himself. Hold on, let me explain. You're on a social media website that gives you a maximum of 160 characters. Mm. You, you can't present something to people that's going to take them to another location that's going to have extended reading for a lot of these people. Most people aren't going to dig. They're just going to read the comments, see that people hate it. It must be trash. I got to like the comment. I'm moving on. He could have done himself a little bit better in this situation and previous other situations by better titling these, by taking a different lead on these tweets. Don't take that. because Let's say I was reporting on Trent and I took that quote and used it to summarize his story. That wouldn't be fair to what he wrote at all. That wouldn't be fair to what he wrote out, and I'm sure he would have issues with it. 
he could solve the majority of his problems by simply changing the way that he's describing these articles and embedding Mm -hmm. these tweets on Twitter. It's not an issue with this content. It's not an issue that he won't bend the knee to the UFC. Sure, he says multiple times, I'm not going to give you these rosy puff pieces. And I understand that. But that's not the problem. The problem is this. You you almost clickbait people into a negative outlook. And it's not clickbait. I just use that term because yeah. I know that's a term that people understand. Right. And, right. I, and I'm using it because it's not intuitive of what, of what his message actually is. Like, you look down in these comments and people just rip them. And I look at his previous posts. And I look at his previous posts. And I'm like... You aren't, you aren't describing what you're writing in these articles while on Twitter. So they aren't being received how you thought they were going to be received. His point was that a lot of people thought that Holloway versus Cater probably could have been stopped earlier. And let's say you were a new fan just getting acclimated to MMA. And that's the first fight that you saw, which is the headliner of that. You might be deterred away. And that's facts. I've talked to so many people about MMA. And I, people who I just walk up to, I'll just walk up to them and just talk to them about it because I love hearing people's like perspective on the sport, especially if they don't watch a lot. A lot of people are just like, it's too brutal. It's just, I talked to this one girl who I've, um, I'm starting to talk to. She was just like, I'm not ever going to watch that. It's too bloody. It's too bad. And just, I'm just like, but that's the image that people have of this sport. And I guarantee you, if they saw that fight as their first fight, that would definitely be the reoccurring theme in their mind. He's speaking facts and he's speaking bars, but because he's presenting it in this image this way, people are going to misinterpret it. They don't, he doesn't have the luxury of just having his name and saying, new fans might've had a mixed feeling about him. People just saying, you know what? I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and click on this article. Mm. And I think his interaction with people also has a cascading negative effect too. Because if people shout, like you look at, you look at the tweet and then he quotes it. He's like, anybody who likes this, I'm blocking him. And mind you, it ain't that serious. It's but he's blocking but he's here's the thing. I, I feel like I can speak on his behalf when it comes to mm-hmm. that. When you're really disliked on Twitter and people are blowing you up, that gets to you. And it's not really what they're saying. It's the fact that maybe you open your phone and there's 50 mentions of like 50,000 people telling you that you ain't shit. And then Mike, and then 10 more people like, fuck you, bitch. And then Chisanga, then fuck this bitch. I hate her, hate her, hate her. Then, Hey, Kairos. Hey G, how's your day? That's it's it. And when that happens day in and day out, bitch, you block everybody. You block people that if if they ugly, you like block. Like you just have to protect yourself because it's coming from so much. Like when I see people complaining about Luke Thomas blocking people, I never say anything because the people don't realize that 5,000 of you are saying horrible things to us. Of course, we're blocking everybody. Leave us alone. And that like, makes sense. We Would just you- want to talk to our friend. Yeah. So you become defensive. You become like me and Trent, like block, block, block. Fuck you and your mother. Hey, Mike, you know, like, it's just, it's so overwhelming and your feelings don't even be hurt. You're just like, there's so many. Bye, 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 bye. Like, I I can't knock him for that. You're valid for that. But I'm just telling you what people on Twitter interpret that as. Because I see it all the time. I see people on Twitter like, this... (laughs) I see people on Twitter Speak your truth, yeah. (laughs) Well, well... They'll they'll get a they'll feel a certain type of way about it because people are protecting their ecosystem of mm-hmm. and their digital world. And I understand that you have the right to control who can interact with you, but yeah. a lot of people don't understand that, and they and that just adds to its impact. You, like there, you know who doesn't understand that? I don't mean to sound arrogant or anything like that. It's the person that gets two mentions a day. That's the person that doesn't yeah. understand why someone needs to feel the need to block fifty people a day when you get. Even now, I'm not even as popular. My mentions is popping. And I know Kairos, Michael, and Chisanga, y'all, y'all's are too. Can you imagine if the majority of them are people telling you that you are garbage? Yeah. And you have to sift oh. through them to see your friends. Like, oh, there's Mike after just, you know, being cussed out 50 times. Mm. You just, the people that don't understand that, she's so sensitive. She's so that. You get two mentions a day, bro. You do the same if 2,000 of them were negative. And it's exactly. not because we're soft or anything. It's too much. <laughs> I'm trying to talk to Mike, not 50 trolls that look like kind of tell me I ain't shit. You, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bye. Do Goddard accounts. Do Goddard. Yeah, like I don't think people don't understand the how much it is. I've opened my phone and I'm not joking. 20 people I know, 300 f you bitch dyke that 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 that, that. and you're just like. <laughs> It's, yeah. it's unreal, but of course the yeah. person that gets two mentions a day thinks I'm sensitive. <laughs> okay. It's, yeah, you know, I am, Mike. Like, Mike, you got a taste of it. That damn bore video talking about I felt like G. <laughs> that, that's why I was nodding because that's exactly 
what I went through and I could understand. Yeah. But in all honesty, I didn't block anybody. I That's love you. the fact that people were so vocal with their two followers. <laughs> I love the fact and that people basically haven't got anything to do. And some of them I was really engaging with. People were saying some of it, things Sometimes like, it's fun. This is hands down the worst tweet I have ever seen in my born days in life. And my reply backwards, I've told you a million times not to exaggerate. And I love that kind of interaction. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Yeah. There were times I enjoyed it as well. And also too, it's good for the podcast. It's good for if you have a brand. So I think like Kairos, don't be fooled. I can't speak for Trent on this, but maybe perhaps Trent is doing that to get this type of traction, even though he seems to be like sometimes affected by it. It's good for fucking business. You know what I mean? So like, I don't take no offense to no clickbait type of shit. I just ignore them. But who knows? I, I fuck with Trent though. And I think his uh, journalism is pretty good, you know? And he does a, a heap of research. So it's not just uh, Zidane that does a lot of research. So does Trent, you know? And, and I understand. And I, I also think Trent gonna be all right too. Trent probably listen to this like, I'm good y'all, like, <laughs> you know? I think though, he's, he's not in the wrong most of the time, but I think that one thing he can do that'll instantly change the direction of how a I wouldn't say a lot of people because he mm. he might have he might have dug his own grave with a decent portion of people. Some people will make their mind up about you and that's it. But I think yeah. for more people who have malleable minds, I think he could do a little bit better just by one rephrasing these tweets for these articles that he writes. Just rephrasing them. Two, maybe just write out one rosy puff piece. Like he you read the article, he congratulates the UFC. Cares for him to be nice so bad. <laughs> Like, I read his article. He was nice about it. He started off with a positive. He was talking about how great the fights were. He congratulates the UFC. Mm -hmm. He does that. And But that's if you read his articles, though. He's like, people aren't reading them. So what he needs to do is, you know what? Try to get pe more people to read. He's going to do what he's going to do. He gonna do. Wants, yeah. right. You want more people to read his articles so they understand where he's coming from. I feel the same way about him. Like, that's why I'd be so shocked when people drag him so much i'm like it's not what you think it's not what you think he does not hate the ufc yeah. shit I just, I just see someone who's really talented and i see them not getting the attention that they deserve to get for their talent and their ability love that, that that's the one thing that gets i don't you could call me the n-word on twitter all day you could insult me and da, 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 da. but when i see somebody who is just like wow that's brilliant. This person's a genius. And you look at their tweets, it's like, they tweeting it themselves. Nobody, I'm, I'm just like, that, <laughs> that gets me like, bro, you you the one, but like, not, to, that. that's what gets me emotional. That's the one mm. thing that gets me. I think it'd be remiss of us to close the show and not mention UFC 257 in terms of the headliners. Where mm, mm, many mm. we've seen do it before, do it again in Conor McGregor and Dustin. Um, now, for me, I'm just kind of like fascinated why we are here. And I can see why we're here because in terms of the pecking order, um, it's the right place to actually pitch Conor McGregor's return to the vision. But I can't help but play over in my mind that we're not going to see anything different. We're not going to see it play out in any way, shape or form um, that will surprise us. And um, that's why I'm going with Conor McGregor as the victor. How about you, G? Oh, Conor McGregor. Um, my, my heart says Dustin. I want him to win, but my brain knows that Conor is. I think he's just a better striker more precise and at some point he's going to nail him like he did before that's all you know hopefully dustin, dustin brings it a war and mixes it up though yeah i mean thank, thank you me wrong i mean dustin Poirier for me has come on leaps and bounds i don't i, I just wanted to squeeze that in there because it's not yeah, he's he's so good person, but it's just not enough anyway sorry i interrupted you g no, no, I'm, I'm in total agreement. My, Like I said, my heart is Dustin. Really want him to do it. I think he brings a war. I hope he mixes it up too, wears out Connor's gas tank. But I think uh, in the end, like Mike said, Connor will be the victor. Chisango, what about you? What you think? Uh, yeah, but it's, it's, it's not going to go the same way it, exactly. It's not going to be a first round knockout. I know Connor's coming out with this narrative. Oh, yeah, I'm going to dust him in 60 seconds or whatever. I think... 
Dustin's going to be a bit hesitant mm. to begin with. He's going to he'll stay from outside. He'll try to strike from from outside. And although he has to close the distance, he's gonna he's gonna be wary of how he how he does it. He he has to be because otherwise he could get caught with a devastating counter. But as G said, Connor's just too precise and he hits too hard. And when you found a home and somebody like for a shot before you you can do it again. Yes, as you said, Mike Poirier has come on leaps and bounds, won ten of his last thirteen, and. Well, for for all intents and purposes, I know he, he claimed the interim title, but he's a he's a world champion in most people's eyes. I mean, beat four former world champions: Justin Gaethje, Eddie Alvarez, Max Holloway, mm-hmm. and who's the fourth one? Anthony Pettis. So the the man is is a world champion, but I just don't see it going his way. I think it's going to be a third round TKO for Connor. Tyrus, yeah. I think it goes to the decision, and here's why. At first, at first, I was literally I every single time I got asked this when this fight got announced, I was like, Connor, first round early. I was thinking just early, early. And I kept, I don't understand why I get blinded sometimes, but with this one, it's different. The thing that's interesting about me is this. Not interesting about me, about them is this. Connor forces people to fight his style. He will force you to fight his style. But Dustin forces people to fight his style. Everyone wants to talk about, oh, he accumulates this much damage, XYZ. He's also inflicting that damage on people for the duration, too. So my question is this. We saw what happened to Connor when he was constantly being berated by strikes and he wasn't able to get you out of there with Nate. You saw he was struggling. And both yeah. were struggling. He was struggling to win rounds. He was struggling to make sure he didn't get outstruck and taken down and all these other like scenarios. And that was just with Nate just saying, I'm just going to walk through some strikes. What happens if Dustin's a little bit more defensively sound? And it's he like he like we said, he plays it a little bit safe in the first round. Second round, he opens up a little bit more and then he starts to heat up more. What if more. he we mixes things up about. too? What if he puts him against the yes. fence? What if he stalls? What exactly. if he wrestles a little bit? What if he gets him tired? Which Dustin can do. He's not that bad yeah. of a, a offensive wrestler here. He, remember him and Eddie Alvarez were going for takedowns too against the cage. Yeah. So I completely agree with you. And Dustin's not gonna let him. No, I was I was saying I, com- I completely agree, but, what, <laughs> but but one one thing I've also noticed as well is, and I think this might be kind of a bad thing, but Dustin, the way that he carries his hands now, that it's, it's somewhat lower than it than it is in the past, and I don't like that going in like, go, going into a fight with Connor, like somebody that who is that who is that accurate, and if you leave an inch, that they'll capitalize on that um, that margin. I don't like that brawler style for Dustin fighting Connor. No, Connor's no, not no. Eddie Alvarez. He's not going to dog fight you. Yeah. It's just he's just going to snipe you. You know what I'm saying? So like that is my concern. So Dustin if he wants to fight him like that, he's got to be smart. He's got to mix things up. He's got to wear him out and also not take as much damage as he has in the past cuz Connor's just too accurate and technical. I'm I'm nervous. He but Kairos Kairos has Dustin's path to victory though. It's through decision. Yeah, yeah but I think Connor wins. I think Connor wins. I just don't think the fights are going to be a finish. I just, I don't see him just going out there. Just, yeah, Ranger, oh God, right? <laughs> no, no, but yeah, yeah, but, but come on, we we all know that Connor just doesn't throw the big left hand to begin with. He he sets it up. He spins with wheels. Oh my God, you ran out too. there on and Cowboy and launched that left hand. But the first strike he threw against it Cowboy was, was that left it hand. was, but yeah. and but, then the shoulder. But yeah. he did that because he wanted to try steal Miles Vidal's record for the fastest knockout in UFC history. That's he said it himself. He so said it himself. Corny. I didn't. I, I I didn't know that. <laughs> oh yeah, he, he, yeah. He said I didn't know that either. Yeah, that, that's why. Wow. He, so I. But also, he, too, y'all, Dustin is so improved that I don't think it'll be a flash knockout either. It'll be what Chisanga or Karis said. Karis, that's my homegirl, my bad. What Cairo said, it'll be a decision. I don't know why I said Karis. That's my homegirl too. Shout out to Karis. But it'll be either a decision or it'll be what Chisanga said, which is a a knockout later on, third round. It's not going to be no first round. Dustin, you saw that war with Hooker and shit. He's not going down that quick. Exactly. I mean, let's not forget the fact that Dustin got knocked out when he was depleting himself to get down to 145. I mean, and and even and early, young, yeah. Even early in the lightweight, um, in 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 the in the lightweight fight, yeah, lightweight. It's still in the lightweight division. Sorry, he got knocked out by uh, Michael Johnson, but still he wasn't. That don't count. Thick. 
he, he wasn't he wasn't as thick and I don't think he'd really filled into the weight class or whatever and mm. I think he was still depleting himself somewhat to get down to to 155 but now he's a lot more durable and he's better yeah, yeah better. like it's like don't, don't get me wrong like I mean we know Connor's got one shot knockout power so like it, that that could happen but I just don't I doubt I, it yeah I, yeah, I don't think it's yeah, it's not going to be a, a one hit or quitter like you saw the you you saw Ike Villanueva spin that guy the uh, Vinicius Moreira mm-hmm. yeah, not going to be that 360 yeah straight 360 yeah okay we can put our uh, our guns back in our holsters that has been shots fired enjoy the fight this weekend <laughs> Separate the weak from the opposite. Leap hard to creep in Brooklyn Street. It's on against stop all that bickering beat.